Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. This is the number one daily radio show for realtors looking for a no BS, authentic, real-time coaching experience. What's really working in today's market, how to generate more leads, make more money, and have more time for what you love in your life. And now your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome back, and we are going to pick up where we left off on the previous show. And this is Real Estate Agents, How to Make Money Now. And Julie, you were just describing to me really what the big takeaway that they're supposed to be getting from this podcast series is. And that is the right daily habits to get you to success faster. A lot of you ask us and you ask the coaches, how can I get away from feeling overwhelmed? I don't know where to do, where to start. What do I do on a daily basis? And so it gets down to building those daily habits, which get you to success faster. And some of these are mindset and some of these are just downright action steps. Some of my um, long-term, absolutely, you know, I was going to tell you, um, a longtime client named Chuck, mm-hmm. who happens to live in North Carolina. Yes, I we won't, Chuck. We won't say anything else. Yep. All right, so, so far uh, this year, he's already earned over a million dollars. That's amazing. It is. We're not even halfway through it. He's at a million dollars. I know. And well, wow. but that's not the amazing part that though. That's amazing. The amazing part is he's over a million dollars and he's selling in basically a semi-rural part of North Carolina. And in the semi part of North Carolina, the average, a rural part of North Carolina, I think the average sale price is something like, I bet you it's not even 225 grand. That makes you. it more amazing because you know, the first thing that our listeners put in their head was, oh, well, he must be selling in a luxury market or he must have popped, you know, a handful of million plus deals. Nope. I'm sure that's what I thought. But also, uh, he does no social. I know. It's amazing. Yeah. I had to show him how to get on Facebook. That's hilarious. It is hilarious. And he's and he's uh, the same age as we are. <laughs> well, but that's proof that all of this other stuff that is not directly related to you helping other people, you know, it might get you some attention, but it is absolutely unnecessary. Chuck's the proof. It is unnecessary. And if you, again, Chuck is the proof, I agree. And if you were to ask Chuck what it is that he does every day, or if you were just to, you know, shadow him for a day, he would, I promise you, his day would come down just to three to five things. And, and this is probably the exact order in which he does it. I'm sure he exercises, I know he exercises every morning. Sometimes he exercises every afternoon as well. He's, you know, always going to keep his, his body in great physical mm-hmm. shape because it, it, when you're in good shape physically, when you're working out, Everything else is in balance too. Your endorphins, your hormones, you sleep better. Everything else, your energy management's better. So I'm sure he does that every day. Uh, I know he's a religious person, so he probably uh, reads the Bible. Mm-hmm. But the thing he does work-wise, I know he shows overt appreciation to his family. He's got a very close family. You know, he goes out of his way to show appreciation towards them. I'm sure he does that as well. And uh, the other thing he does every single day, and he is the one I think that I use when I'm trying to describe to other agents how they can have true financial freedom in their businesses. He's the one I always have appear in my mind because he started out, I'll just take a sidestep and I'll go back to the story. He started out as a podcast listener Mm -hmm. and then he became a coaching client and he was already in production and all of the scripts and everything else that he was using in his real estate business, he'd learned just from the podcast, which is really the big wow Mm because we don't hardly ever do scripts on our podcast. Right. So this podcast by itself was enough to get him to the point where he had massive momentum. 
Uh, so really, his, the real bottom line of what he does every single day is he sets one pre-qualified listing appointment. And he does it by proactively lead generating. And he does it in a market where there's no inventory. And he does it in a market where the average days in the market is still 22 seconds, where there's tons of really great agents. He does it in the market where there's insurgent agents that have been there forever. He does it in a market where you guys get the point, right? The so, point is that he does it every yes, day. consistently. And that's really what it comes down to. And that's really the motivation or the, I think the uh, – your focus when you're creating this podcast is that it comes down to just doing three to five things every single day consistently, no matter whether you feel like it or not. And guys, that is really truly the the bottom line. Because let's say, for example, when Chuck was starting, he wasn't setting a pre-qualified listing appointment every day, but he was absolutely in the motions of setting a pre-qualified listing appointment every day. One of the When I was coaching him consistently, if he didn't set it, here's how it worked. If he didn't set a pre-qualified listing appointment in the morning from doing his phone work, he would go to the house of, say, for example, for sale by owner or something like that. And he would knock on the door and he'd get his list appointment that day. Now, he didn't start out by having that level of focus and dedication. He started out by saying, well, I'm going to get on the phone. Okay, now I'm getting better at the phone work. Um, now I'm going to, you know, obviously try to improve my skills, but if for some reason he falls flat on the phones, he doesn't just give up and say, I'll do better tomorrow. He then goes and finds a door. And if the first door doesn't get the job done, he goes to as many as it takes to get the job done. That level of focus and dedication is something that manifests in all other forms of your life as well. But I'll tell you really where it manifests. If for example, he didn't set his pre-qualified listing appointment from doing phone work. And he knows that if he doesn't do phone work, he's going to spend the next few hours driving around in semi-rural North Carolina, yep. you know, knocking on doors, potentially getting bit by a dog or what have you. I bet he got more focused on the phone. Correct. <laughs> and that's exactly what happens. Yes, it is exactly what happens. And that brings us back to our topic, which is those types of habits. And you mentioned it. Go ahead. Well, I wanted to remind everyone that they can also subscribe to RedX. That's the system that oh, yeah. Chuck uses. It's a system that we use to generate leads. Like, for example, one of the biggest efficiencies or inefficiencies when people decide to start being proactive lead generators is they don't they think they have to organize all the data themselves. Well, I got to go look up phone numbers. I got to go look in the MLS and find out which one's expired or I got to go find the new for sale by owners or the notice of defaults or the new probate listings. We teach you 20 different sources of free listing leads, by the way. You guys should never have to buy them aside from a, a referral from a, an agent, right? So, uh, and by the way, you can't really buy listing leads anyway. So what he uses, what we use was RedX. And RedX is a great system because in the morning you just turn on your computer and there are all the new expires, for example, or the new, uh, you know, for rent by owners or the new uh, for sale by owners. That's all sitting there waiting for you with phone numbers, oftentimes multiple phone numbers. That is the information that you need to become more efficient. And if you're not using something like that right out of the gates when you're learning how to prospect, you're probably going to always have that as being the mooring line. A mooring line is something that holds a boat to the shore, right? So you might be learning the scripts and everything. You might be actually trying to get good at it. But if you're not, uh, essentially, if you're spending hours every day trying to find a three or four or five phone numbers, mm -hmm. that's incredibly inefficient. You're going to lose your momentum. So have momentum out of the gates. Learn the scripts. Learn the system that we teach in Premier Coaching. But also use RedX in the... We do have a, a business relationship with RedX. We're an affiliate of theirs, uh, and we do have a great discount. If you want to use RedX, which all of you should, text the word RED, R-E-D, to 47372. Text the word RED to 47372. When you do it, when you text and we text you the link, click on the link, and that's going to take you to their landing page, and that's going to automatically give you a $150 discount. And again, this is a system that will automatically send to you all the newest hot seller leads in your marketplace. And it's not a, a referral-based system or anything like that. It says, here's the information. Go ahead and do your work. Get to work. 
So text the word RED, R-E-D, to 47372. Remember, message and data rates may apply. Absolutely. So back to our daily habits that get you to that success faster. Just as you mentioned that Chuck does this, point number five was show gratitude overtly to those you care about. Start your day outright by saying, I love you and giving hugs and kisses to your family. That's good for you. It's good for them. And it's a great way to hit the start button to your day. You might be worried about negotiating some inspection problem or some client that you think has ghosted you, but when you have shown gratitude to start your day, it gets you back into the correct mindset of being of service. It's also worth noting here, if you're waking up in the morning in the start of your day and you're feeling grumpy, chances are you're doing uh, several things wrong. Maybe you're frankly drinking too much the night before, you didn't get enough sleep. But I, the easiest thing, well, all those things are easy for you to fix, but really the easiest thing for you to fix immediately is going to be media free. So if you're filling your head full of media before you go to sleep, that stuff's bouncing around in your subconscious mind as you're trying to get sleep. And if you then wake up and the first thing you do is start checking media and reading whatever garbage media source, you know, happens to be flashing across and your you phone. on the TV. Exactly. Or listen to the radio, anything that's going to adversely affect your mindset. You've got to protect your mindset. I, honestly, guys, like a Fabergé egg every single morning because it's so easy to have a series of thoughts that almost feel random. Well, why am I thinking this or why am I having this? You know, why do all of a sudden I feel negative? And well, if you start allowing media in your life, of course, the media is going to make you feel negative. That's what it's designed to do, because it knows that when you feel negative, you get a little endorphin release and you're going to want more and you're going to become more addicted to the news and you're going to start researching whatever it is that made you feel negative. And it just builds upon itself. And then how are you ever going to have the right mindset when you start in the process of doing what you don't want to do and you don't want to do at the highest level and being a proactive lead generator? So the first thing all of you should do, and this is something we always prescribe to coaching clients, is absolutely positively go media free. Do that early urgently, completely and totally prune all forms of media from your life. Select some podcasts that make you feel educated, motivated, and get you into action. Hopefully this is one of them. Um, you know, read the Bible if that's something that motivates you or the Quran or the Torah or whatever it is. Do things that put your mindset in a more powerful place and avoid anything that's going to pull you down. And that includes people too. But the easiest things to prune from your life is definitely the media. And absolutely positively do not absorb anything media related in the morning or before you go to sleep. Exactly. Next point is to set a new pre-qualified appointment before noon every workday, ideally with sellers. Think about Chuck. The difference between Chuck's mindset and people who are just kind of going through the motions is this. When you're doing your lead follow-up or you're doing your proactive lead generation, are you actually having the thought that my job is to set a new pre-qualified listing appointment every day, ideally before noon? Or are you doing what agents say, I've got to get through my lead follow-up. I've got to make some contacts. You see the difference? Chuck's thinking about setting an appointment. Everyone else is thinking about how they can get through it. Well, exactly. So you're just then, when you start counting contacts opposed to actually just focusing on setting a listing appointment, when you start making the win, the number of contacts, my job is to make 25 contacts mm -hmm. today. That's, who cares? That's a big who cares. That's just like showing up at the gym and just talking the whole time opposed to actually working out. Right. Um, which we have a lot of friends at the gym and that's all they do. It <laughs> you is know? true. Yeah, they're good to talk to though. It is. It's, I think it's their secret home office. They're just acting <laughs> totally. like it's the gym. No, they're just right. Yeah, exactly. They're looking for other people basically that, well, you know, it's, it is an, an essentially a, um, an example of how life works, right? Yeah. In real estate offices, you show up there <laughs> and all the talkers like to find other talkers so then they can rationalize that I went to the gym even though they didn't do anything. Exactly. Isn't life like that too? Absolutely. There's so few people in life, guys, that are actually truly willing to drill down consistently 
Um, and again, I know some of you get roll your eyes when I say this, but I'm going to keep saying it because it's so true. If you want ever increasing levels of success in your business and personal life, it always comes down to doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. And that is so incredible. You remember those three parts? That is the uh, exact recipe for success long term, thus the saying, when you do that, especially in the morning and follow some of these suggestions we're giving to you now. That's right. So next on our list, remember your mission is to set a new listing appointment every day. These are habits. Point number seven, visit or slash door knock at least one unrepresented seller per day with your pre-listing package ready to rumble. These are otherwise known as for sale by owners or FISBOs. They have a help wanted sign in their yard with their phone number. You sell homes for a living? It makes sense that you're speaking with the obvious listing leads. They literally have their hand in the air saying, I want to sell my house. And by the way, here's my phone number. You know, it's funny, Julie, how many people are having communicate with us right now on Instagram. And Julie and I are on Instagram, Tim and Julie Harris, or just texting me directly. And you guys can text me ideas for shows and whatnot. And also, if you're looking for an EXP Realty sponsor, Julie and I are involved with EXP Realty. And if you'd like to text me directly like about that, you can do so at 512-758-0206, 512-758-0206. The thing I find interesting is the amount of communication that we're receiving right now for people that are longtime listeners. This is the number one listen to daily podcast, real estate agents in, in you know, at least the United States. We're in 61 different countries. Mm-hmm. But the thing that's fascinating is the number of people that are communicating with us saying they've been longtime listeners to the show, like in some cases years. Yes. And they're sort of lamenting not having actually taken action on some of the things we've said in the past. Mm-hmm. And I received probably three or four messages last Thursday and Friday after some things we said on the podcast with regards to buyer's agency and with regards to Zillow changing the program and all these other, just all the whole buyer agency branding, mm-hmm. you know, malaise is coming to an end. That big macro trend is coming to an end. And you can feel it too. And agents can feel it. They can see that the things that they were doing that worked last year that worked okay aren't working really hardly at all now. And maybe the year before that it worked good and then it went from good to okay to hardly working. And some of them are hanging on hoping and praying that those methods of, you know, essentially making ends meet financially are going to continue. But I'm here to tell you that they're not. Those big macro trends are over uh, and they're going to stay over, right? They don't just, they don't come back. Um, and when you are focused on buying your business and you're focused on anything that's passive, when everyone else is focused on the same thing, all your competitors are focused on the same thing, that means that in a market like this where there's going, there is definitely less homes for sale, fewer homes for sale, new construction is definitely slowing down because of all the expenses that are associated with building a new home and, and, and frankly, the rising interest rates. All these things factored together, it's making what Julie and I have been saying for the last forever – that much more relevant. We've always begged you guys to be proactive lead generators, to not buy your business, to build your, frankly, your mansion or your future on land that you own, which is, in other words, a, a nice way of saying basically build your business and your future on a skill set that can't be taken away from you. And some of you now are just coming around to the realization of what we've been saying uh, to you is true. And of course it's true. You listened because you were just waiting for maybe the stars to align to the point where you can no longer rationalize um, or you're now realizing that the buying of business is not going to work for you, especially for the rest of this year. This high inflationary time is going to change everything. So while there's still time, you guys seriously need to become listing agents. And the easiest, well, I shouldn't say easiest because it does require work. But the most assured way for you to become a powerful listing agent is definitely to consider becoming one of our coaching clients. And we've made it very easy for you. We've set aside scheduled appointments for the next few days for uh, three of our new member coaches. And you just have to text the word JOIN, J-O-I-N, 
to 47372. Text the word JOIN, J-O-I-N, to 47372. And here's what's going to happen. As soon as you text, we're going to text you back. You have to confirm you want to set the appointment. And then you have the scheduling link. You choose the day and time of your free coaching call, your business planning call. Then you're going to speak with one of our new member coaches. They're going to describe to you. Um, they're obviously going to tell you about the Premier Coaching Program. They're going to send you the real estate treasure map. You're going to have the tools that we talk about that all of you should be employing in your real estate businesses. They're going to give those to you for no charge, for free. And you just simply have to text the word JOIN, J-O-I-N, to 47372. Um, and again, this is the next natural step for all of you who are ready to become powerful listing agents. Text the word JOIN, J-O-I-N, to 47372. Uh, do that now. And remember, message and data rates may apply. Yes. Related to our previous point, visit slash door knock one unrepresented. You can't do that while I'm reading. Sorry. Uh, one unrepresented seller. We talked about that. Point number eight was visit or door knock one expired seller listing per day with your pre-listing package. Now, expireds, in my mind, are uh, you have to do both. But I think they're a little bit better because they've at least demonstrated they're willing to list. So not only have they self-identified that they wish to sell, they also have shown their willingness to list. Again, speak with people who obviously could use your help. Expand your geographic area you're looking in for expired leads and go back further in time. You also can expand the type of expireds that you're looking for, right? Maybe you've never uh, prospected something that was commercial or that was land or mixed use or something of that nature, but you certainly, if, even if you want to just stick to residential, you can expand how far out you're going and how far back in time. And especially the older ones, particularly during the COVID years, you probably cannot just get their, their price that they expired at, but probably net them even more. Well, in parts of the country, it was snowing recently. I mean, that you know, too. <laughs> no, someone listening in replay and it's August. Like last weekend. Someone listening in replay in August is going to go like, where was it snowing? <laughs> but yeah, but this, you know, this podcast originally airs in uh, almost April, May uh, of 2022. So if you're listening in replay, don't worry, this information is still relevant. But yeah, and so what they were doing is they're out there moving snow and, and the realization that, you know what, I uh, definitely need to get my spring inventory up. Right. And one of the best ways to do that is definitely go after the old expireds, like Julie said, but also the for sale by owners. It's really important that you guys don't freak yourself out and think there's a lot of people that are proactively lead generating. I know people say that, but it's not true. When someone says they're trying to go after um, expireds and for sale by owners, and for the most part, what they've done is they've hired a low-skilled VA to basically prospect for them and get no results. Or they've, they're doing a combination of that and they're mailing letters or postcards and they're trying to do some stuff on social or whatever. There are very, very few agents who are actually proactively lead generating, learning the real skills and know what to say and how to say it. Now, Julie said a couple of things there with regards to considering going after for sale by owners or AKA unrepresented owners as we call them and expireds. And again, this, those are just two of the examples we use consistently on this podcast because everybody knows what they are. And frankly, it requires the least amount of skill of all the, uh, of all the uh, proactively generation sources we teach you in our coaching program, those two sources. But well, that and frankly, your centers of influence and past yes. clients, that's the easiest one for sure. Uh, but what happens is, is that when you're soliciting those guys, what you're going to quickly realize is that nobody is calling them. Everybody is mailing them and doing passive stuff ineffectively. So when you become the proactive lead generator, you're going to find you have no competitors, especially out of this after this uh, 12 or I'd even maybe call it like 13 or 14 year cycle where everyone was focusing on buying leads, branding, team building, all the rest of it. So few agents that have come into the industry in the last really five years, let alone 10, have ever learned how to do anything proactively. Now, if you want to know whether you actually did your job that particular day, here's a little litmus test for you. 
Did you put yourself in a position to hear the word no at least five times a day? And I know for some of you right there, that's like, all right, I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) I get it. I get it. I totally understand. If you're, if basically the idea of hearing the word no, uh, you know, turns you into dust, uh, then frankly, you're going to have a hard time. You're going to have a constant struggle being successful in real estate or anything else in uh, this life. Because the reality of it is, is you have to learn to ask questions that will result in hearing the word no. But here's the nice thing that you can make it so that, uh, frankly, you hear it not that frequently. It's called skills. So for agents that are living in fear of hearing the word no, you guys are the ones that are most susceptible to buying into shiny objects. When you're so fear, fearful of feeling rejection, you're the one that's going to say, well, I'm just going to go do a bunch of TikTok videos and wait for the leads to pile in. You guys get it? You're the ones that buy the gimmicks, the people that are fearful of hearing the word no. Why are you, how do you mitigate feeling the, uh, hearing the word no? How do you make the pain of hearing uh, of hearing no go away? Well, it always stings a little bit. There's no two ways about that. That's definitely true. But it's always about knowledge equals confidence, ignorance equals fear. So when you make your skill set stronger, when you know what to say, you know how to say it. And that's the nice thing about being coached. You can actually have an experience where you're reading along in a script and you can hear, you can read what that seller is most likely to say next and then what you're supposed to say. So what you're doing is you're like a high paid actor and you're reading a script. It's a screenplay of what you're supposed to be doing every single morning to set a listing appointment. That's what really powerful scripts are all about. Set aside your abhorrence to scripts because the reality of it is, is you're using scripts anyway. Just the scripts you're using probably don't work that well. That's the reason you're not getting better results. And that's the bitter truth. Ultimately, guys, where all this goes is personal responsibility. And if you want to know where your where the economy is going, well, maybe that's not so important. It's the question is, is where your personal economy is going. Interest rates, inflation, recession, wars, pandemics. I mean, what else are we going to experience in this uh, generation, right? We already had them talking about alien visitation last year. If you don't believe me, Google Snuck it. Snuck that one in, didn't they? Yeah, they did <laughs> during the pandemic. Actually, it's the start of the pandemic. Oh, and by the way. Oh, uh, by the way, there's aliens. There's but, aliens. You know, moving yeah. on. We're going to be doing a release of where we believe, actually, we've been visited. We're visited constantly by God knows so what. Funny. We don't know what the hell they are. And they don't even call them UFOs anymore. Now they just call it what the hell. Yeah, exactly. Well, anyway, you guys get the point. There's always going to be headwinds. There's going to be more headwinds. Buyers are going to, you know, have all the reasons that buyers are always going to be a little, I would say, fragile with regards to their motivations. And if you're going to be pinning your hopes on buyers and buying leads and branding in a market like this, you guys work through in your minds and tell me how that's going to work out. How do you like building a business that's based on hopefully someone will ha- something will happen? How do you like building a business based on hopefully someone will call? Hopefully I'll get an email. Hopefully I'll get a text. That hopefully part, you're, your money is going to run out before any of those cows come home. You guys get the point? How about building a business that's based on every single day you wake up and you proactively know, you know you can set a, a listing appointment. How does that make you feel? I'm asking you listeners. Every single day you can wake up and you can set a powerful listing appointment. Just the very thought of that has it make you feel. Some of you, it's like, hell to the yeah, let's go. Well, that is exactly how they are once they unlock that skill. That's true. And some of you are like, okay, I get it. I'd love to have that skill. I'd love to be able to do that. But my fear of essentially what it's going to take, what I have to learn, uh, the how I have to expose myself to possible rejection, how I have to get over my, you know, being seen as a salesperson, how I have to, all these, all this head junk you guys have bouncing around. Some of you, honestly, I've been doing this long enough that I'm just, frankly, I'm not going to pretend that I, you know, th- the fact is most of you, 
You won't, you won't do it. I know you won't. You're not going to get past your, your fear. This message, this podcast with Julie and I coach is not for everybody. We, so the way we visualize ourselves is Julie and I are in a boat and we, it's a, you know, basically some of you are in the water. The water's definitely shark infested. Julie and I here to rescue as many as you can. The boat is as big as it needs to be. There's no, you know, size issue. And yet we're saying we're here to rescue you. And some of you, you swim, you swim away. Now for years, that used to drive Julie and I crazy because we know what happens if you continue to swim in the wrong direction because we've seen it. We've been doing this for over 20 years. We've seen so many cycles come and go and so many great agents, people we know, care and love have come out of the, have frankly failed out of the business and worse. And we're not going to talk about the worst, but we've seen it all. And we don't want to see it anymore, but we're not going to beat ourselves up anymore worrying about or thinking about why we couldn't get those of you who are swimming away, just turn around and swim the right direction so that you could actually get on the boat and make it to the, uh, you know, a safe harbor, right? That's not going to be bouncing around in our heads anymore. We are drilled down more focused on helping those of you who are swimming towards us, let alone those who have gotten on the boat than we've ever been before because we know what's coming. Let me interject something here. It's funny you mentioned all of that because uh, some of you know from listening to past podcasts, I'm taking on a handful of new coaching clients. And I took on uh, three, had their first or second call with me last week. And every one of them, it was interesting, in their different ways, they asked, you know, I know that you're not taking on very many clients. Why did you choose me? And I said, you know, I, I don't want to sound arrogant about this, but after more than 100,000 calls, I can kind of hear who's serious, but, who's swimming towards the boat and who's not. And you seem like you're somebody swimming towards the boat. But let me de-nice what you just said. Please. Because <laughs> the fact is, is when you got, if, and I don't even know how few, do you want to take on any more clients? Maybe two or three more. Okay. But, but again, you have to be swimming towards the boat. Not right. Away. I'm and, not doing that anymore. And so the first thing that's going to happen is you guys are going to text me and saying you're interested in having Julie as your coach. The next thing that's going to happen is I'm going to ask you a few questions. And the thing that's going to happen after that, you're going to have a very nice coaching call with my lovely wife, Julie. But don't think that you're there for her to sell you. You're there to sell you to her. No, that's it'll what, be a short call if that's what you're trying. Exactly. If you think that she's going to try to sell you into coaching, she's not going to do it because we're done trying to save those who are swimming away from us. It's just not going to happen anymore. You know, and I don't even know how a uh, new listener is going to interpret this other than the fact that we know 100% for sure that the greatest changes are the greatest opportunities for people who are entrepreneurial, who are willing to drill down. And we've been through four cycles that are similar to this, but never anything like this. You guys think the real estate crash was a big deal. And it was, it was a huge deal. This is essentially the continuation of the real estate crash, but combining, no, we do not think, let's be very clear that there's going to be any kind of real serious at all really drop in home values. Matter of fact, Julie and I think that as far as safe harbors go, owning a home and owning real estate and hard assets is going to be one of the smartest things you will have ever can do or will do. And if you don't own a home, buy a home now. I don't care if interest rates are where they are. Buy a house urgently because there's really great reasons to believe that everything is going to get more expensive, especially real estate. And we talked about this numerous times on the past po on past podcasts. But the reality of it is, is we've never lived through an inflationary time that we're going through now. There was something similar in 1981. And back then, Paul Volcker, when Reagan got uh, elected after Jimmy Carter was uh, voted out, um, Paul Volcker was put in position. And Paul Volcker raised the interest rates on mortgages to 18.5%. People still bought and sold real estate. There's still tr plenty of transactions happening. Um, now, why to 18.5%? And here's a little thing that I'm going to share with you guys. And Julie and I, we're nerds and we love this stuff because it's so fascinating. History doesn't necessarily repeat itself, but it sure as hell leaves clues, right? So Paul Volcker 
figured that the actual interest rate, I'm sorry, the actual rate of inflation was 18.5%. And he knew that, or he had a suspicion that, if you raise interest rates to be the same as the inflation rate, even though it did cause a really screwed up recession that lasted a long time, that it would basically uh, stave off the inflation and prices continue to climb. Because as prices climb, it feels good initially because your stuff becomes worth more money. Your house becomes worth more money. Hell, your car became worth more money. Everything has gone up in value, right? Now you can blame, and I'm sure they're contributing factors, COVID and supply chain and all the rest of it. But the fact is, is that what's happening right now is going to start to feel really painful to most everyone. And that's, you know, you guys are talking about gas prices and grocery prices and all the rest of it. But what really is going to start to happen is as people have to make decisions, am I going to buy this or am I going to buy that? Now, the nice thing, you know, am I going to buy a pizza this Friday for my family or am I going to buy the normal amount of groceries I buy? You guys get it? Most of the of America has no money saved, and those are the types of decisions they're going to be making, and that is going to have an effect on the economy. What are you talking about, Tim? I only sell more expensive homes. Well, to who? Who do you sell more expensive houses to? Business owners, people that work at big businesses who sell stuff to those people. So when most of America stops, uh, starts being more frugal and worried about money, there absolutely is a trickle up. Do not think you're insulated from it. You absolutely positively are not. That said, you guys were all smart enough, knowingly or unknowingly, to be in a business that's something that sells something that everybody needs. Everybody needs what you have for sale. No matter what direction the economy is going, everyone's going to need to own a home, rent a home, or live with somebody else who does. You guys get the idea. Now, the nice thing about uh, real estate right now is it's still, uh, believe it or not, I think a year from now, it's actually going to feel like uh, a bargain. I'm sorry, the opposite. Right now, it'll feel like a bargain a year from now. And what's going to happen is a lot of people that are renting, and we, we've seen this happen all over, you guys have as well. Rents are increasing so fast that the cost to rent a house is virtually the same as the cost to make the same payment on the house, even if you didn't put a lot of money down, because the rates are still low. Now, if rates go up a lot, then you're going to have a completely different conversation going on. But I'll give you this, and I hope you guys hold us accountable to this. We don't think rates are going to go up like they did before. Matter of fact, Julie and I believe that rates are about where they're going to be, and they're not going to be able to go up much more. And we've talked about in past podcasts why we believe that's true. I'll give you a little hint. The biggest difference between now and 1981 is that the amount of national debt that the uh, essentially the country has, and as the interest rates rise, so does the debt payments on effectively. This is an oversimplification, but this is how it works. The, the debt payments on or the interest payments on that debt also increase, and it gets to the point where it's unsustainable. Um, and again, we talked about this on past podcasts. So I don't want to bore you guys. But the moral of the story is we're still going to be dealing in uncertain times, a lot of people feeling very insecure. Uh, and the only way for you to work against that and the only way for you to really succeed at the highest level in a market like this is absolutely becoming a listing agent. Buyers are always going to be the first that take themselves out of the market. They're always, they're always going to say, you guys are hearing it, right? Well, we're going to wait to see if interest rates go up or down. We're going to wait to see if prices go up or down. Well, there just isn't enough for sales. So I'm going to take myself out of the market. Well, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do the other thing, right? Whereas you work with sellers, sellers have absolutely positively uh, you know, have to sell reasons that buyers will never have. In other words, there's no such thing as a buyer that has to buy ever. There never has been, never will be. Don't say 1031 tax exchange because they could just pay the tax. But there will always be examples of sellers that have to sell. So if you have a choice to work with people that have to transact versus people that will probably change their mind if the winds just start blowing in a different direction, focus on the people that absolutely positively have to sell. And Julie mentioned that she's considering taking on a handful of clients. If you guys are interested in being in Julie's schedule, you can text me directly 
512-758-0206. We do have other coaches, obviously, at our coaching organization. But these are for folks who just, you know, if you guys want to be coached directly by Julie, she's not cheap and she doesn't suffer fools. I'm just telling you guys that straight. You have to be willing to work. She's op- she's uh, You will take, I think, agents of different uh, skill set. You're looking for people sure. that have certain characters. I'm looking basically. for focus. Yeah. Yeah. And desire and, and motivation. So, yes, and one of the things that, that you mentioned, you know, different skill sets, the recent batch all have similar, they have different years of, of experience, they have different types of market and price ranges, but most of them have said, you know, I get the stuff from the podcast, but I need you to help me implement it. I need you to hold me accountable because I'm still afraid, was, was one of the words that was used last week. I need to build confidence I need you to help me feel like I can take it to the next level because I know I'm already getting what I'm going to get doing it my way. Well, let's talk about that because that's a really good point. Yeah. We should just do a whole podcast on, you know I'm what, let's do a whole podcast on what makes for a perfect coaching client. Sure. But idea. Julie just said something that's really important. So as coaches, and this is, you guys got to think about what we're saying. It is our job to help you get your fire started. And we might help you get your fire started a couple more times after that. That's what we do. That's what we get paid to do. But if you have to keep on coming back to us to con- continuously light your fire before you actually take any action, you're not a great coaching client because you're never going to do anything. And that's ultimately the fallacy with basically anybody that's looking for a mindset coach or a lifestyle coach or a, all the rest of it or people that go to motivation seminars. They're just looking for people to make them feel a certain way. And that little caffeine hit or that energy hit or that motivation hit, it wears off in like a week. You could go to the most motivational speaker ever. And then basically a few days later, you even forget you went. You just slide right back into the person that you were before. That's somebody, going back to the boat analogy, that's in the water who hears Julie saying, come on over here. I'm going to pull you out of the water and you don't have to worry about being eaten by sharks. And that's somebody who basically starts to swim towards the boat, maybe puts a hand on the boat ready to be pulled up, and then pulls the hand off the boat and goes back to the water and says, you know what? I'm not so sure. Maybe those sharks are... Maybe, you know, they're not so bad. You got to convince me again to swim towards your boat. And she'll do it a couple more times. But more than that, after that, we need to pay attention to the people that are ready to get on the boat if not already on the boat. Does that make sense? Absolutely makes sense. And and look, we've been through this before. And we absolutely positively, it's, for me personally, it's soul crushing to run across people who, um, you know, will have huge potential but go on these wrong directions and start listening to people and start buying into beliefs of things that we know is going to result in them failing. The probability of success in a marketplace like this, doing business the way most of you are going to be uh, drawn into, you know, attracted to doing because it, it requires no rejection. By the way, have you noticed that? Have you guys noticed we're the only ones in the marketplace that are saying you're going to have to have skills? It's going to require some effort. You're going to get rejected along the way. Do you realize that we're the only ones that say that? Come across anybody else that's in the coaching and training industry, not just in real estate, but across the planet Earth, right? In Mars, you know, (laughs) even the dark side of the moon. (laughs) Find anybody that's willing to tell you that level of truth. Nobody does it. Why? Well, I'll tell you who does. The military. Military tells you. Yeah. But what do we have in common with them? They see you every day or every week. We have multiple calls with you. We have accountability to you to be honest and truthful and let you know that, yeah, it is hard sometimes. The people that sell you guys crap and, and coaches, you know, we, we lovingly sort of call you samplers or easy button gatherers, right? So you guys are looking for that easy button. And it's, it's a lot easier to just take your credit card number and never talk to you again than it is to coach you week in and week out and expect results and hold you accountable and educate, motivate you and get you into action. 
That's the difference. And so listen, when you're trying to decide whether or not you're going to hire someone to be a personal advisor or a coach or whatever for you, or you're even considering employing something, a product or a service, either, either business or uh, professional, there are four filters that you need to take very seriously. And we're going to give you these filters as it pertains to hiring a real estate coach. Because there are, look, there's no requirement to call your real estate coach. Go to YouTube and put in real estate coach. And then do a little homework and find out how many of those people who are claiming to be real estate coaches have actually sold real estate A or sold real estate at a high level consistently. It's pretty much maybe one or two. That's the unfortunate truth. But most agents don't know the difference. So they're listening to half-baked advice from people that have never actually employed it at a high level. But that's normal in society, isn't it? Same thing happens with mindset coaches and the rest of it. So the four questions that you need to ask when you're hiring a coach is number one, has this person ever had a real estate license before? Why would you hire a doctor to perform an operation on you know you or your goldfish if that doctor has never actually gone to medical school, let alone done the procedure before? It makes no sense, does it? And yet, how many of you right now are thinking about buying some little snazzy you know, lead generation widget from somebody who never sold real estate before? It doesn't make any sense. You need to use your common sense and not be suckered into that. So number one, has that person ever had a real estate license before? If they did, then you can move to question number two. Did that person ever sell 100 houses in a year? Now, if they did, if you've now found someone who's actually been successful at selling houses, uh, hundred houses for a, in a year, that's somebody that's a bit of a unicorn, not a full-fledged unicorn, but they're a budding unicorn. Now you ask, need to ask this question or do your own homework. Okay, so congratulations, Mr. Potential Coach. You sold hundred houses in a year. What were those houses? Give me the mix-up of it. And you'll find most always that it was a building that they listed or it was a bunch of new construction that they listed or as a bunch of land listings. And their uncle Bob gave him a bunch of inventory of some farmland that he you know, basically made into individual build parcels, stuff like that. In other words, it wasn't the type of listings and wasn't the type of business that you're going to be pursuing, which is seller by seller by seller. So you need to discern whether or not that's what you want. If it isn't, which it shouldn't be, then go on to the next question. The third question is, okay, so have you sold over a hundred homes for at least five years in a row? Did you sell Mr. Potential, you know, self-proclaiming coach for, uh, for you know, over 100 homes per year for at least five years in a row? You will find that basically nobody has that's, uh, you know, claiming to be a real estate coach. Now, why five years in a row? One year in a row, that's an accomplishment. Or I'm sorry, one year is an accomplishment, but it's not the same as five years in a row. One year you could have gotten it lucky because you listed some building, right? Or something like that. New construction somewhere, like I just gave, gave you as an example. Five years in a row, that's somebody who's probably operational. They had their act together. They were knowing what they did. They had to go through a lot of trial and error. They figured things out. Now, you do need to also make sure that that person was building up, which I should add as another filter, but just for the sake of making this concise. You need to ask yourself what kind of profit margins they're running out of their real estate businesses too, because someone could have very well bought a lot of leads and turned a lot of buyer side transactions, but made no money. Unfortunately, that's pretty common nowadays. Look that's what very true. Yeah, look what Zillow is doing nowadays. Zillow is now basically firing most of their premier agents. They're going to now, everyone's a flex agent basically. And Inman wrote on this. It's an interesting article. So, you know, if you're thinking you're going to get your buyer leads from Zillow this year, good luck with that. And then what's going to happen is they're charging you not only a fee to belong, but they're also charging you a 35% referral fee. Now, hmm, do you think that referral fee is going to go up or down? What do you think, listeners? Do you think they're going to charge you more or less? Why wouldn't they charge you more? Most of you don't have an alternative because you've never learned how to be proactively generated. 35% is where to start. Now, in most of the country, 
fire stations commission is down by at least 35%, sometimes 40% of where it was just a few years ago. So if you're now doing an average size transaction of whatever it is in your marketplace, you're making whatever the average gross commission is, you're paying your broker, you're paying Zillow, you're then paying your own personal expenses, you would have been in some cases better off not having done that transaction in the first place. Now, if you're a brand new agent, we want you to do anything. There's no such thing as a bad lead when you're a new agent. You just need to get the experience and the cash flowing. That's fantastic. But as you start to build your business and your time becomes more valuable to you because you have better, you've learned how to proactively lead generate, you can create really profitable opportunities for yourself. It really becomes a, an exercise in futility to buy leads, especially from something that's going to charge you 35%. Yes. Well, let's assume that you are a flex agent and you paid your monthly Zillow extortion fee, and then you did get a lead that seems qualified and motivated, but you know they want to buy new construction and they go to say, Lennar, guess what Lennar just did? Yeah. They said, we don't care what the purchase price is. We're paying a flat fee of 2,500 bucks. Nice. On a so, buyer side. Which is basically all of your referral fee. Now you're negative, I think. I haven't done the math <laughs> I mean, that. my God. I mean, think about that. If the $2,500 commission, let's say you're on an 80-20 split with your broker. Yep. I can't even do numbers that small. And you have to pay 35%. Yeah. You're working. You, I mean. What are you even doing? You, you could have picked up one shift at Starbucks and made more money. Seriously. <laughs> I mean, for real. And I, I'm sure that they're probably not the only builder that's going to that model. So you can see the bludgeoning that buyer sides are getting. This is why you got to get to listings. And that's to your point. You got to hire a coach that has all of these skills, not just one or two of these skills. And the fourth question when choosing who, which coach you're going to hire is has that coach, and this is where, frankly, it takes everyone out, but Julie and I. So, yes, I kind of, you know, stack the cards and in our favor. Our coaches. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, that's yeah. true. And our coaches. But has the coach, okay, has the coach had a real estate license? Yes. Did they sell at least 100 homes per year? Yes. Good. Question number three Did they sell at least 100 homes per year for at least five years in a row? Yes. Uh oh. Question four Have they done at least 10,000? paid one-on-one -on -one coaching calls each in our case we've done way more than that we stopped right. counting like a crazy amount because we began to feel sorry for ourselves for having spent <laughs> so much of our lives on coaching calls with realtors yeah true story but the you know the fact is after all that time you know what you get pretty damn good at stuff mm -hmm. and this is the thing we've gotten pretty damn good at we're way better at this than we ever were selling real estate we are great at selling real estate that's true I and mean, we sold 100 houses our first year in the business i'll answer the questions yes julie and i had real estate licenses of matter of fact julie's been licensed in how many different states three three or four yeah yeah um i've been licensed in one you know julie's smarter than me so she gets <laughs> more licenses so yes we had a license yes we sold more than 100 homes uh, a year matter of fact our first year in the business in our early 20s we sold 103 homes yes uh, julie and i sold over 100 homes uh, per year for at least five years in a row. And yes, Julie and I've done well over 10,000 uh, one-on-one coaching calls as of our coaches. Um, and yes, that is pretty much, we're pretty much the only examples. There might be two other coaches that come to mind that have performed at that level, but that's basically it. Uh, so really the bottom line here is why would you guys settle for anything less than that? You just don't think you're worth it or you don't like what we're going to tell you because you know we're going to tell you the truth and the truth is going to require some discomfort. Probably those things are true. I'm keeping not going to lie. Real. Keeping yeah, it real. keeping it real. So do take take all this seriously, guys. And if again, the path that most of you should consider is speaking with one of our new member coaches, and that is absolutely no cost to you. And uh, they'll set aside fifteen to 
30 minutes, frankly, to speak with you. So just text the word JOIN, J-O-I-N, to 47372. Text the word JOIN to 47372. And then you can choose your day and time to have your own free coaching call. Yes, you'll learn about a new, or you'll learn more about Premier Coaching, but you're also going to be given the real estate treasure map and give me information how to employ that. Guys, listen, please take this opportunity that's in front of you seriously with regards to this real estate market. The greatest fortunes in the history of humanity have always been made during the greatest times of change. We don't have one thing that's changing right now. We have like 10 in the economy and the world. Take it seriously. Most other people, what they're going to do is they're going to stick around. They're going to keep trying to uh, do what they did in the past, hoping and praying that it works like it did in the past. It never does. They, they're not going to change. They're not going to evolve. That creates opportunity for you. Or what they're going to do is they're going to think that, well, you know, that over-the-phone prospecting, doing the real work stuff, that's this or that's the other thing. I'm somehow above that. That's an inefficient use of my time. I'm going to do everything digitally. And, well, everyone else is doing the exact same thing. And the real reason you're doing that and thinking like that is because you don't know what to say. You don't know how to say it. But you're fearful of hearing the word no. It's your fear of rejection. How would you feel, listeners, that if you're like that, how would you feel if you no longer felt a fear of rejection? Now, look, I know it'll always sting, but how would you feel in your life in general if you knew that the fear of rejection, or I'm sorry, being rejected wasn't going to be the end of you? How many of you have lived your entire lives trying to avoid anything that even remotely resembles a rejection? It's interesting, isn't it? How would you be, how would you feel, who would you be if you could move past that, especially as it pertains to chasing listing leads? That's what we're all about. Well, it is astonishing the difference because I hear the difference. Our coaches hear the difference because we talk to you every week, right? And, and we can compare based on your attitude, your emotions, how you handle yourself when you get that rejection in. It, you really do kind of become a different person when you push through that. I, th I think about calls that I've had where some of you guys are dealing with, you know, you're going to get some rejection and, and they sound like a different person than they did a year ago. When they broke through they'll it. they'll be like, you know, I don't care about that. Just tell me what to say. Give me a strategy. And you don't have to, guys, listen, that's what, that's what coaches do. And once you experience, like once you feel it the first time, if you've, if you've been avoiding it all your life, and the first time you experience it professionally, you're going to, your mind's going to be absolutely filled with all this crap. You just expect it to happen. You know, you're going to have all these feelings of hurt and all these emotions when you were six years old and you asked Susie out for, you know, bear your Valentine in your second grade or first grade. Taking it personally right? every time. You're going to have all these uncompletely, you know, these all these emotions are going to come rushing. Oh, my God, it's worse than I thought it would be. Okay, well, you're going to live. You're going to get past it. Then the second time, it's a little less. The third time, it's a little less. And then the fourth time, you start laughing. And that's not to say we're not training you to be confrontational and to become no, a jerk. at all. Not at all. We're training you to have thicker skin so you can be more effective. And the, the, here's the really the, the wonderful part of this. When you are willing to experience uh, rejection, you will learn faster than you would have otherwise. All the role playing in the world is not going to basically put you in a, uh, the same position as picking up the phone, calling for some for sale by owners. Until, because what's going to happen is the pressure of the experience and you wanting to not experience rejection, but also you wanting to actually experience success is going to uh, shorten your learning curve down to sometimes days or weeks, not you know, years, or in many cases, what many of you will do is you won't hear what we're saying. You won't understand why we're telling it to you. You're going to gravitate towards whatever you perceive to be easy, like most people do, and you won't make it in the business, especially because of the headwinds that are happening right now in the world. That's, guys, look, <laughs> I can't give it to you any more straight than that. 
you know, and hopefully you're receptive to that message. Hopefully you're swimming towards us. Hopefully you're ready to get on the boat so we can all make it to a safe harbor. We can, you know, create the new world together because that's really what's happening. On the other side of all this inflation, the other side is what's happening politically, geopolitically, you know, who knows what's next, guys. The, what will happen is for those who are willing to do what they didn't want to do and they didn't want to do it at the highest level, you guys are going to experience lives. You're going to experience um, quality of life, quality of relationships, quality of health. You're going to experience a totally and completely different level of existence on this planet. But you've got to be willing to do the work because of all the things that are happening in the world right now. Anything else you'd like to say to these guys? Get to work. Hope you guys took not just good notes, but took action steps and are getting out there. And I'm here to help you if you're interested. So your homework from this podcast, assuming you've requested your free coaching call by texting the word JOIN to 47372. Remember, message and data rates may apply. Your homework, like always, is give us a five-star review on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, um, and tell three of your friends. Thank you for continuing to make this the number one listen, uh, listen to daily podcast for real estate professionals in at least the United States. And remember to subscribe on iTunes and uh, follow us or rather um, subscribe on iTunes and subscribe on YouTube. And guys, thank you for continuing to make this the number one listen to daily podcast for real estate professionals in the United States. Have a fantastic day. We'll talk with you tomorrow. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>